Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Succeeding in the squared circle is for many a lightning in the bottle thing, and there's a reason there's infinitely more men and women who haven't made it to the top of the mountain compared to those that have. Some wrestlers are given terrible characters or stories they can't possibly hope to get over, some even have their personas totally stolen from them, and a few are taken down by injuries or tragedy before they even have a chance to really peak. I'm CypherWhatCulture.com and these are 10 wrestlers who had their careers stolen from them. Number 10, Mystico slash Sin Cara. When WWE signed a young stud from Mexican promotion CMLL, fans were curious. The company was making a rather big song and dance of things, which typically meant they had solid plans for the performer. In Mexico City, WWE held a press conference to announce the signing of Mystico, who would perform under the new ring name of Sin Cara. A month later, Vinnie Mac's latest luchador debuted, with blue and yellow lights shining over the ring for his matches and a unique imposter storyline with a heel imitator. WWE were doing their best to make sure Sin Cara connected with their audience. However, the faceless one became more infamous for his botches than his in-ring presence, and after returning from an injury, it was clear that the company had lost interest in him and he became just another mid-carder. In January 2014, Mystico announced that he was leaving the company but still owned the rights to the Sin Cara character. In March, WWE released him and went on to prove that this wasn't the case. They didn't have any plans for Sin Cara, as they clearly demonstrated, but they recast the character just to show Mystico they could. Mystico continues to enjoy success in South America, but the chances of him returning to the WWE are low and his North American tenure is most likely done with. Number 9. Superstar Billy Graham When it comes to the biggest mainstream names in wrestling, you don't get more ubiquitous than Hulk Hogan. During the height of his 1980s popularity, every man, woman and child knew about the unstoppable force of red and yellow merchandising that was Hulkamania. Whilst the majority of wrestling fans know that Terry Bollea's character wasn't completely of his own creation, the general public probably didn't know better, and that had to have burnt Billy Graham at least a little bit. From a certain light, influencing the most well-known wrestler of all time should be a compliment but for entertainers it no doubt stings to take someone under your wing and then watch them totally overshadow you. Usage of the word influence there is probably underselling it a little. Hogan's attitude, verbiage and even facial hair were all outright taken from Graham's superstar persona. Whilst Graham considers Hogan his friend now, the two certainly clashed during the WWF steroid trial and one has to imagine that Graham felt at least a little bit bitter about his former pupil stealing his gimmick and becoming a megastar with it. That's not at all to say that Graham wasn't successful in his own right, however. Every 
everyone stands in the shadow of figures like Rock, Cena and Hogan, but it's just that little bit colder when it could have just as easily have been you. Number 8. Brad Armstrong Patriarch Bullet Bob Armstrong had four sons who all got into the business. Brian, the youngest of the Armstrong boys, found fame as Jeff Jarrett's roadie and eventually morphed into road dog Jesse James with what looks like, from the outside, relative ease. The eldest brother, Brad Armstrong, was a physically gifted individual but struggled to find his place in the wrestling biz. Across the five years he spent in WCW, Armstrong was saddled with a line of very poor gimmicks. His first character was the Candyman. No, not the horror movie villain, just a bloke who gave out sweets to kids. Not long later, he joined Ricky Steamboat to become generic luchador tag team Dos Hombres. After parodying the fabulous Freebirds for a spell, he became the very legally distinct Arachnaman, which ended when Marvel got their lawyers on the phone. When WCW signed rapper Master P to a contract, they threw together a faction of men around him called the No Limit Soldiers, including Armstrong as BA. That's not even remotely all of the gimmicks, but we at least need to mention cursed Brad Armstrong, which speaks for itself. Believing he was cursed with failure, Armstrong went on a long string of losses in a story that never had a conclusion. When looking back at his career, it seems like there may have been something to that curse. Number 7. Matt Osborne Perhaps one of the 1990s most interesting mid-card characters, Doink the Clown is memorable for being a great example of a gimmick that has been played by several different people. When Matt Osborne signed up to put on the makeup and bright green wig, he probably didn't anticipate that fact. Doink proved to be decently popular, being something totally different compared to most of the roster by pranking both wrestlers and fans alike. Whilst the idea of an evil clown may seem a little ridiculous now, Doink found himself a part of the King of the Ring tournament and even had a SummerSlam appearance against the excellence of execution Bret Hart. After Osborne was fired for recreational drug use, the WWE saw no reason to let the character simply vanish. Anyone could play Doink under all that clown makeup, and several men did, including, most noticeably, Ray Apollo. Looking for work elsewhere, Osborne continued to use the persona in ECW, but the audience for the company didn't appreciate them bringing in WWF characters when they enjoyed ECW for specifically being an alternative. On the indies, Osborne found minimal success as a nostalgia act, whilst Ray Apollo meanwhile played Doink in high-profile WWE matches such as Survivor Series 94's Clowns Are Us vs Kings Court Multi-Man Match. Despite being the original Doink, the character continued without Osborne, who faded into relative obscurity. Number 6. Matt Capitelli WWE's Tough Enough series was, probably more than anything else, an excuse to break into the markets of reality television. Various young hopefuls battled every week for their chance to win a full-time WWE contract. How many Tough Enough winners can you really remember making a success of themselves at the company, however? Considering the number of seasons the show ran for, it's not all that many. That being said, Season 3's victors were John Morrison and Matt Capitelli. Both were sent to OVW, WWE's developmental territory at the time, to get in shape and prepare for the future. Nothing needs to be said about the success of John Morrison, of course, but Capitelli's career ended in tragedy. Despite winning the OVW Heavyweight Championship in November 2005, three months later, Capitelli had to surrender the belt and take a leave of absence. He revealed that he had previously fought brain cancer and won, but that it had returned. Capitelli had his second brain tumour successfully removed, but the surgery meant that it was unsafe for him to return to the ring and fulfil his promise. He signed a backstage role in OVW, but unfortunately his cancer persisted and he passed away at just 38 years old, having his wrestling career and his life sadly stolen from him by this horrifically tragic disease. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Number five, Mohammed Hassan. Mohammed Hassan, as portrayed by Mark Capani, was a divisive character for WWE to write during the ensuing years of the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Hassan's whole shtick was challenging preconceived notions about those of Arab descent, claiming that Americans assumed just by looking at him that he was a terrorist. Despite booking him as a heel, it was actually, for a moment, some really clever and ironic writing, and the WWE seemed to be daring their audience to reflect on their treatment of others. That is until the SmackDown episode, where Hassan summoned a bunch of masked men to attack the Undertaker with clubs and piano wire, choking him out and leaving him in the ring. All the subtlety was sucked out of the character. And then, just a few days later, a real-life terrorist attack in London made the segment infinitely more controversial. The episode was aired in the US, but pulled from UK and Australian markets amidst the mounting pressure. Network UPN asked WWE to do something about the character, so at the Great American Bash later that month, The Undertaker drove Hassan through the SmackDown stage and the character vanished forever. A combination of bad writing and awful timing sent Hassan down to OVW to construct a new gimmick, but mere months later, he quit WWE and the industry altogether. Number 4. Kerry Von Erich The story of Kerry Von Erich is far more serious than most on this list and infinitely more heartrending. After losing three of his four brothers across the span of seven years, two to suicide and one to disputed medical circumstances, Kerry Von Erich continued his wrestling career as a solo performer as the Texas Tornado. Whilst he did get his hands on the Intercontinental Championship, he failed to climb the WWE ladder. It was miraculous that Kerry had been able to perform at the level he did for quite some time, however, as it would later be revealed that, following a motorcycle incident in 1984, Von Erich had had his right foot amputated. He kept his prosthesis a secret from fans and colleagues, even reportedly going so far as to shower with his boots on. The pain and discomfort of working in the ring with his disability took its toll, and Kerry found himself abusing painkillers in order to continue working. Following his second drug-related arrest, Von Erich sadly took his own life at just 33. A strong-willed and mold-breaking star, Kerry Von Erich should be remembered for the influence he and his brothers had on the world of tag team wrestling and the perception of disabled performers. Number 3. Dr. Death Steve Williams and Bart Gunn This one is a twofer because WWE's Brawl for All tournament was really good at ruining the promise of multiple young stars. For whatever reason, in 1998, Vince and his merry gang of yes-men decided to put together a shoot-fight tournament for their roster of tough guys to duke it out for real. 
despite being an actual fighting tournament without predetermined booking, WWE already had their sights set on Dr. Death Steve Williams. Bob Holly even claims that Williams was given the event's prize money before he was totally battered in the second round. Unexpectedly, Bart's gun came out on top of not just this match, but the whole thing. And what did he get? Well, Creative had nothing for the guy and he sat home for months. He returned to eventually face legitimate boxer Butterbean at WrestleMania, wherein he would get knocked out in 35 seconds and would later be released by the company. As for the hopeful victor, Williams was originally being eyed as an opponent for Stone Cold Steve Austin and he had a lot of work to do to recover from his loss at Brawl for All. So what did the WWE do? Release him a year later. The two continued to wrestle elsewhere, but Brawl for All and its ensuing fallout is no doubt responsible for ruining their careers. Number 2. Page Paige started wrestling at the very young age of 13, which meant that she already had a wealth of experience by the time that she got to perform tryouts in front of the WWE. Seeing her latent potential, Paige joined the company's developmental program and was right at the top of the card as it began to look for its first ever NXT Women's Champion. Debuting on Raw the night after WrestleMania 30, Paige squared up with the Divas Champion AJ Lee and beat her to become the only woman to win the title in her debut. It seemed as though Paige had it made, and for the next few years was a big part of the Divas division which, based on the high performance of Paige and the women around her, was finally becoming something that the company began to take seriously. After a neck injury in 2016, Paige lost over a year of her career. When she returned, it was only for a couple of weeks before the injury struck back hard. On the night after WrestleMania 34, just four years after debuting, Paige retired from in-ring action. WWE took good care of Paige for four more years, if we ignore how they handled the whole Twitch thing, giving her various backstage and on-screen presenting roles before she finally left the company in the summer of 2022. Even if she can be cleared to wrestle for another promotion, that's five years of potential that were flushed away by this devastating injury. Number 1. Owen Hart Whilst it's easy to poke fun at bad creative, this final entry is a sad and serious one, and is quite rightfully regarded as one of the most tragic events in pro wrestling history. The avoidable death of Owen Hart at Over the Edge 1999 is something that has shaken and shaped the industry for the last 20 plus years. After falling from a planned ring entrance, Hart bled out internally in minutes in front of the live crowd as TV cameras were forced to cut to a concerned and confused audience. Controversially, the WWE continued the event, a decision that has created a rift between the company and the Hart family, especially Owen's widow, Martha. In the following weeks, the WWE paid their tributes. Jeff Jarrett beat the Godfather to capture the Intercontinental Championship, the title Owen was booked to win over the edge if the accident not occurred. Hart's influence on pro wrestling is still felt today, reflected most recently in AEW's Owen Hart Cup tournament, and many of the stars both of this company and the WWE pay homage to his in-ring acumen and his wonderful personality. Despite having to wrestle his way out of the shadow of his older brother and WWF champion Bret Hart, Owen's obnoxious heel work is the stuff of legend, and one can only wonder what would have been next if this horrible incident had not occurred. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.